0: The following program is paid for by the Hawkeye Huddle. Brought to you by Angie Lancaster Remax, g 5th Street Pub, and AMPM Plumbing. Now, live from g 5th Street Pub in Valley Junction, this is the Hawkeye Huddle with your hosts, David Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge.
1: And that is correct. That's who we are,
2: we're here at G-Mix. We are here at G-Mix, live with Big Max behind the bar tonight.
1: Yeah, the day after Christmas, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, we, uh, hopefully everybody had a great couple of days and we roll into the new year coming up. The Hawks will be playing in the Citrus Bowl on New Year's Day.
2: The Cheese it the Citrus cheese it, Bowl.
1: I just, I, lo- I lose, not only do I lose track, I just don't care. Of the of the sponsors, I should you know. Well, that's why if when they, do if the they garants, win,
2: you get the cheese at dump. Th- there is that which you
1: might also have tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm going to have that t- later tonight. Oh, there you. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
2: also don't want to forget our newest sponsor. Well, uh, speaking of Dewey Brothers, Waukee. I don't know that's
1: a good segue. Well,
2: I just want to make sure that we, we that got we, them in. We don't
1: forget forget them. Um, so we'll be talking uh, a lot about the Citrus Bowl here t- uh, this afternoon. Uh, if you want to come out to uh, G-Mix and join us, nice great. crowd, of course. Yeah, uh, nice in-between holiday week uh, crowd, which is great. And uh, just rolled back into town after a little time in CR, uh, Cedar Rapids, and moving on to more festive things for the rest of the week. And well, there the you Hawkeyes, go, guys. So. Um,
2: Let's. Let's. You might want to make sure you check Brett's Twitter the next few days because he's going to be on it all the time. Might be really interesting. At Hawkeye Huddle two. I'm at Hawkeye Huddle one. We'll, or just we'll, at Hawkeye Huddle. Once I
1: survive, we'll go into Y.
2: Right. <laughs> How's that? That's fair.
1: Just say I'm doing some prep later on tonight. And we'll Everyone knows. The, yes. I'll we'll be in the hospital for a few days with that. Anyway, Citrus Bowl is noon on New Year's Day. Hawks in Tennessee. Iowa. Uh, I think the lines moved to eight now from eight and a half, which so tennessee's got 13 guys who have either opted out uh for the nfl or or is hit joe melton playing Andrew said he didn't think he was so that's another guy i don't that's the quarterback uh, right i don't know that i've seen him opt out officially one way or the other
2: see i have any i, I tried to find these things on the interwebs today and, and i couldn't find it de- i should i should have went to govols.com or something like that i, I suppose
1: definitely i i interwebbed it and the, what i found was that the one Real big one is they've got a thousand yard rusher, guy gained a thousand yards, and he's not playing. Right? Why? Because he's going to the NFL. Which you and I've been over this before, but I'll just, just in case, I know people disagree with me on this. I think it's a selfish move all the way around for players to do that, particularly when they played the rest of the season. If you are that worried about getting hurt before you go to the NFL, you should stop as soon as you realize you're not going to win a conference championship or a national championship. What's his name? Bosa did at Ohio State. He went up. Oh, guess what? We got beat twice. I'm done. That makes more sense. Right. That makes logical sense. More, much more so than playing the entire year and saying, "Well, this last game, I'm not going to play well, that one. Well, That's let, let me give you
2: another example. Uh, l- let's take the NFL teams that clinch playoff berths and then they rest their dudes for two weeks and come out in the in the first game of their of the playoffs and they play horribly in the first half because their <laughs> their guys are they rusty. Played. Right. Right. Keep so, that momentum. Keep that continuity. You know, playing in a nationally televised bowl game, I don't really see how it could ever hurt your draft stock in any fashion. And as far as I know, Jake Butt and the dude from Miami, but, but he was playing the national championship game, so he wasn't going to opt out of that. Clinton Portis, there 2002. Are,
1: there are stories of guys who've had bad injuries. Jake Butt was but, the biggest one. Right, but he got the, came, he came back and played in the league for a while. For a bit. right? Clinton Portis really...
2: Well he still came back. I mean yeah. uh, I don't think he was very good. He was, I he bet was he played phenomenal. The, I I'll bet he played in the league eight years. Yeah. He was right. He was never he was never as a running back.
1: Right. It, right. He that's was a never, solid career. When I say this, I mean he was never gonna be an all pro in the first place. Right, right. But, but Tyler
2: Goodson deciding not to play. Right.
1: Well, now, he finally is playing in the NFL three years later. Right, but right? You, Took you, him, right, I mean right. come on. I mean y- yes. Akram Wadley.
2: Right. Come on. I mean, no, no Come on, fan... people! Come on, people! <laughs> I like the I, good one. It,
1: it, thank you. Uh, it, so, it, I yeah, I But I just... Sam
2: Laporta played last year.
1: And guess guess who's just knocking it out of the park for Detroit? And right? he doesn't and, seem and, to
2: be any worse for where T.J. No. Hawkinson played. Uh, dang, what a bad injury yeah, that was. was. Tough. T- t- so, anyway,
1: Tennessee. So this is my my question. I really i. I grabbed Iowa fairly early on, right? Because I figured Nine the line half, right? I figured the line would move like a bunch because Tennessee half half their team's not playing. Last year we saw what happened in Kentucky. I mean, we can feel good about Iowa shutting Kentucky out last year, right? But at the end of the day, Iowa had one offensive touchdown, didn't look good on offense as normal, and they just played great defense because Kentucky most of their players weren't playing. They had a freshman quarterback. I mean, it was it was a brutal game to watch actually. Other I than, found know. it quite enjoyable. Well, It's the only time we get to sit back and put our hands up and go, yep, let's just watch Iowa win. We're in a rocking
2: chair? That doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't.
1: Um, And and so, you you know, if that's... Now, I actually, Tennessee's got a much better offensive football team than that. Um, They're in the top 20 in, I think, 12 different categories. A lot of that revolves
2: around Joe Milton, though.
1: And and if he doesn't... Now, the backup... I didn't know this. Andrew was telling me today. Backup was one of the top one or two uh, recruits in the country coming into this year. Okay. But either way yeah joe milton has made a difference for them they pass the ball very well and their running game is is comes off of the action that he provides right um so you know i i am just surprised i think it's a good i think that's a good number if you can still get it because because uh, boy uh, at any point in time you're basically predicting they're predicting that uh tennessee's going to score 24 points uh, is kind of the way vegas is looking at that and then the last time i looked I, i'm not entirely sure but I think only two teams have done that against Iowa. Maybe three in the last two years.
2: Penn State and Michigan this year,
1: and there was one last
2: year, right? Ohio State. Ohio State, obviously. was it. Okay, yeah, I think, I, I, mean, I, think, I, I think you're right. There
1: was some. Remember, didn't we have a streak going of less than, you know? So anyway, yeah. My, my point being, okay, that's great. It's kind of comes down to the same logic of the of the of Georgia Tech and the Orange Bowl years ago. Well, they run up. These kind of scores against everybody else, and so they're playing Iowa. So you well, wouldn't really want to think we'll, about?
2: We'll, we'll give you one, we'll give you two touchdowns.
1: <laughs> yeah, Georgia that that
2: guy. Georgia had, Tech's gonna get 42.
1: Yeah, that guy we had we, back when we used to do guests, right? We right. had the Georgia Tech Rivals.com guy on, and he was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, at the end they'll they'll stretch it out, 42 points or so, you know. Geez, uh, anyway.
2: When that 21-7. I don't know. What wasn't that twenty-one-seven?
1: Wasn't it? It wasn't that. It was uh, seven to 20 to nine or something like that.
2: Something like that. Yeah, they got one. They yeah. got one on. Well, they yeah. didn't, what is his name? Calvin Johnson. Yeah. They,
1: right. And they, they had to actually pass for that, right? Um, that was Adrian Claiborne game. Iowa yes. was all over the place, and and it was something. Uh, it was just something to behold. So anyway, uh, Iowa comes in to, uh as an underdog in this. Um,
2: not this, surprising.
1: Th- this is the uh. <clears throat> Sorry, this is the 18th, 18th January Bowl under Kirk Ferentz. Think about that. 18th,
2: 18th. How many bowl games we've we been to with him? 20.
1: This should be 24.
2: 24. <laughs> that's not right. This
1: is 25th year. You only missed. The, that's Oh no, it's not, right. not right. No, wait, wait. wait. So. I read it after the Hawkeye game notes, it says 18th
2: January, Well, that maybe might it's be
1: 18th Iowa ultimately. all time. That, maybe has, that, was a
2: that has to be, it's not during the Kirk Ferentz era.
1: Let's think about what else, you've been to the Alamo Bowl once.
2: Right? I, was, I was for Kirk, went to Alamo Bowl twice. Twice, Texas, Texas and? Texas and Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Tech, Music City, Last year, that was on New Year's Day. No, No, it it? wasn't.
1: You're right, New Year's Eve.
2: Um, SC in the Holiday Bowl. Holiday Bowl. That might be it. Four. We haven't haven't been to the Sun Bowl since Hayden left.
1: Nope. Uh, pinstripe. There's a pinstripe. Pinstripe bowl. That's five. So he's been. So he's been to bowl games. He had two on two years.
2: The first two years, no bowl games.
1: No bowl games. And then one uh, in the middle, 2012, where he didn't go. So four and 20, eight. So he's been to 20. And
2: six. And th- there was four times he hasn't been to a bowl. So it's 22. So that's 22 bowls, and we, we just named no, five. No, it's 21. He's been here 25 now, years. Okay. at Four bowl. Yeah. It's 21 bowls. So games.
1: somewhere we're off by one.
2: And anyway. Give or and, take. At,
1: at any rate, this is, uh, January has been uh, has been a stop for Kirk in terms of uh, something that didn't happen very often because of course the Rose Bowl was pretty much it But before he came around Iowa was unable to break into the Outback Bowl or into the Capital One Citrus Bowl that they're playing I guess this is the cheese at Citrus Bowl. They were un- unable to break. This is into the those fourth bowls.
2: time They're playing in the Citrus Bowl. I think uh, uh, Yes, LSU twice T- uh, Tennessee Ken- and Kentucky once No, Kentucky Not Kentucky yeah,
1: two years ago, Kentucky.
2: Oh, two. That was the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, sure was. The Tennessee
1: Bowl. The last Tennessee Bowl was the Gator Bowl. Um,
2: yes, and that was bad. It was bad. Oh, let's zero to thirty-one.
1: Yeah, let's not. Let's That was like Greg
2: a, Davis's last game.
3: You know. A harbinger. No,
1: no, he didn't. He, he was still the the. I, coordinator in fifteen. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Think so pretty sure we looked this up last week I don't think so all right we're gonna have to look that one up I think he was all right so um, anyway uh, you just kind of went over it a little bit Tennessee I was uh, uh, I think one in three against Tennessee lost in the kickoff classic by back in 86 uh, goal
2: line stand in, right,
1: and right the ball pops free and they return it for a touchdown lost in these uh, uh, Won the, the peach bowl but won the peach bowl uh, Chuck Long, 28-22 to 28 28-22 over Willie Galt and Foad Reves
2: was, was he the kicker? Yeah. It's hard uh, for
1: me not to remember
2: Foad And lost zero to 31 in the Gator Bowl.
1: Well, it ended up being no, it was 31 nothing at halftime. They ended up losing like 59-24
2: or something ugly oh. like
1: that. As in Jonathan Parker, I throw the ball back in bounds when I'm falling out of bounds. Yes. Play uh, bowl.
2: Uh, Variety of bad, bad decisions A variety made that of day. Bad decisions. Including um, the fact I found it in Mexico when I was watching it and I sat there by myself and watched the whole thing.
1: Only nine schools in FBS have gone to 10 straight bowl games. I was one of those. Okay. So uh, that's on the line as well. And of course,
2: various 11 other win, 11 win si- season. That's the biggest one.
1: This would be the fourth time in history. They've only had three. And I think that's so. You know when you start looking at when you start questioning does Iowa play Deacon Hill or Marco Linus? Yes. <laughs> you're you're yes. You're you're going to see you're going to see Deacon Hill out there and you're not going to see Marco Linas because
2: barring injury.
1: Be, right. Because Kirk wants to win this game and they still are going by the idea that that uh, Deacon Hill is their best quarterback gives them a
2: chance to best chance to win. In spite of what we've all seen on the practice tapes. Right. Right. Um and,
1: it is what it is right right but but they want that 11th win and I, and I think it's I, I think it's a it is a, a, a harbinger for good things to come and I think that uh, you know it's a it's a high watermark that they have only been able to achieve as I said three times before as a program uh, in Iowa history and it's a big one
2: so. it, you know, it, it is a big deal and, and and obviously with the if they would pull off the upset uh, next Monday the Hawks would uh, finish season probably in the top 15. I think they're 17 right now. 17 going in. Um, So they'd be in the top 15 of the country, and then uh, you'd probably also have a situation where you'd get the 11th win, and then Brian Ferentz could just walk home. <laughs> nah, they'll give. There, there was there was
1: some scuttlebutt there that if he had another job by now, he wouldn't be coaching in this game. So he doesn't. He's not employed
2: by anybody else yet. Apparently although apparently, Hyvee's waiting till yeah. after the first year to hire. <laughs> he's
1: he will be he'll be he'll be Dame coaching. Dane
2: in Iowa City looking well, for a new general manager. I, 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 well, who is the dude <laughs> who left to run the Culvers? <laughs> You got me. Our recruiter, right. our recruiting coordinator, left to run uh, two culvers.
1: You you got me there. Um, I,
2: I he could move up to fries right away. I will say
1: this: if I'm Brian Ferens, I take my time on whatever I'm doing because he's made some money. He's got some cash. He can figure out some <laughs> other ways to do some things and stick around. and not, you, you know. put it didn't put it mm-hmm. all into crypto. Well, he does make a call or two that are incorrect. Right? <laughs> he's not real good at being a gambler on the field. Um, Some of the other interesting things around this of course uh, recruiting week uh, signing day came and went last week I don't think there were any surprises. We'll ask Tom about that But I don't think there were there were a couple of late walk-ons to add to a pretty good walk-on class, which is nice Um, Seth Wallace uh, on his recruiting basically was talking about the fact that they had these guys signed sealed and delivered Early on and they were spending the majority of the last few weeks recruiting six players to come back to Iowa so I I wrote these out. I got nine that are that are questionable. So the question is, which six are they still in on, and which uh, ones have they not heard from? I so Nick Jackson, by the way, uh, ruled eligible for next year by the NCAA, so he's available.
2: Well, don't you think if you're applying for that for that extra year that you're you've, on, you've yeah. already indicated that I you're coming agree. back?
1: Yes, I think that's one.
2: I right. I would agree.
1: I think that's one. Um, by the way, he's one tackle away from I didn't realize he only had 99 tackles this year Which sounds great except for he had over hundred each of the first three years at Virginia So this will be he gets a tackle on Monday This will be his uh, fourth year with hundred tackles maybe coming back for a fifth of course Jay Higgins uh, His dad's telling them not to drag it out now right on Twitter last night He's like, "Hey, no reason to drag this out right, but that'll be interesting
2: Jay, Jay Higgins dad has indicated on the Twitter that the family is recommending that he stay at Iowa for one more year. He's he's basically said it. And, a and Jeter for the touchdown. And,
1: and if he does, he's a leading candidate for the Buckeyes. Has to be right. Number one, <clears throat> number one, first team All America preseason next year too. Right. I mean, linebacker is a position where you can ad- improve your draft stock by so, that side. So you got those it's two. not like you got not getting thrown at like you're a corner and you don't get thrown at. So you got right?
2: Cooper obviously cooper you've got luke Luchet.
1: Luchet. who's that one's that so that's one where they've had you've got to have had conversations luke what do you think look you're gonna get drafted somewhere around here uh third or fourth round you're gonna be one of the top tight ends because we because we're tight end. you right and yet you could improve your draft stock by having a monster year next year you can get bigger stronger better you could be doing yourself a favor by coming back
2: So, uh, Sebastian Castro. On my list, yes. Quentin Schulte. Schulte is available to come back due to COVID year. And I would suspect he'd come back because why not? This is gonna be the last time he's probably ever plays football. He's not going pro, right. Um, And I'm not saying that he couldn't get beat out by Entringer or anyone else. Well, Kane
1: Entringer uh, showed us a lot in that, in in the uh, Big Ten Championship game, the speed he has, he's a little taller. Right. Look for him to be, the fifth D back next year a bunch of times right if they that, need to go to five and, instead of a cash and then move Castro back to a safety if he's still there that's what they were doing in the Big Ten championship it worked out great and it then you, ha-
2: you have Jamari Harris Jamari Harris and they already got uh, the one dude They got uh, DeYoung De De
1: young back so Eric all is still out there he is not in right. right chances are he's one foot out the door so that's probably not happening and was Kyler Fisher a senior I don't know. We were talking about that. Uh, I think he's a possibility. I, I could be wrong on that.
2: So those—that's are that's everybody. But if you got but them all back, you could have ten of the eleven starters from this yes. year's defense back. You're missing Joe Evans. You're missing Joe Evans, and, and you and uh, you replace uh,
1: him with what's his name? uh, uh Hercut, Hercut who, pl- who played or lights Llewellyn, out.
2: Yeah. Or I mean, you know, the defensive ends rotated a lot. There's a ton of depth there. Um, you know we should be getting Noah Shannon back. No, that well, isn't going to happen. Gonna happen no. But anyway, five seventeen.
1: Why a black? Did he? He's, he's officially. He, yeah, red. he's back. Right. Five seventeen. We got to take a break. We'll come back. Ciao, Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. All coming up on the Hawkeye Huddle on 102.1 and 1350 ESPN Des Moines.
0: Saturday morning means sporting news for every season. 7 to 9 on Outdoor Call Radio with Outdoors Dan on 1021 FM, 1350 ESPN. Des Moines sports leader.
1: And we're back here on the Hawkeye. Hill. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. Down at G-Miggs Valley Junction in West Des Moines is still the holiday season down holiday holiday, holiday season down here. We got the still have the decorations up. Come on in, uh, down and join us for uh, $10 apps, wraps, and, and wings, uh, wings. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on the liquid diet tonight, but uh, I'm, I'll be, maybe next week,
2: uh, we'll see. Not the holiday cheer I'll, liquid diet. Yeah, I
1: hope, I'll, no. Oh yeah, not that kind. No, I'm on the Diet Coke tonight. Um, well, did we get Tom? I don't know. I think we got Tom. Pete, we, we got Tom I, kaker tonight? We, we, we have not been told we don't. So let's go to Tom Caker to Hawkeye. Tom Caker <laughs> live Hawk, at we report, do. Yeah, I am,
3: well, Where are you? I am, I am live from a tram taking me to Bag Claim in Orlando, Florida.
2: All right. How's, ah. how's the weather?
3: <laughs> That's a first. Uh, it's about seventy degrees right now. Cloudy. It looks uh, Dark. dark, So I can't tell, yeah. the clouds, very, but it looks cloudy. Very, very I, can't any, you, I can't see any. I can't see any stars in the sky. So
1: you uh, you went you flew into the international then rather than the Sanford, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yep, I know the trend. I've been to Disney a few hundred times. CDI, yeah. CTL,
2: <laughs> yeah. MCO. Excellent. Well, so
1: we we spent the better part of the first segment kind of kind of talking about the bowl game and, and Tennessee, the number of players they have out and 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 such. But um, we were trying kind of trying to break it down. Who would you say
3: the most important guys they're going to be missing are? I think it's just all their defensive facts. but. but and again what is Iowa's right. passing game that's the, that's the right. thing you come back to so I don't know um, you know because that's where they've taken the biggest hit for sure right they've they've taken uh, taken that hit uh, along that along that area but we'll you know I if they're still got good players they, they're gonna have good players but see if Iowa can conjure up a passing game I guess
2: some semblance of a passing game for sure. Is Joe Bilton You think going to play?
3: You get conflicting things from Tennessee people. I've talked to our Tennessee guys who are pretty dialed in, and and they're not sure um, if if they're just going to kind of throw the the freshman uh, out there and 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 see what he can do. So, um, yeah, I. Be, I think Iowa, Iowa would benefit if Joe Milton played because Joe Milton throws a lot of interceptions. But um, right. I also think either way, Iowa's going to be okay because Phil Parker will dial up something that will be advantageous to them uh, from a, uh, against a, a true freshman who's really getting his first big-time playing experience or Joe Milton who likes to throw the ball up for grabs.
2: Well, Joe Milton thinks he can throw it through a keyhole from fifty yards. So, I mean, that's yeah. that's the beauty of Joe Milton. In
1: Iowa, playing zone, we'll have men in the area. Nico Iamaleva, is that the right? Yeah, I, I'll I'll go with yeah. I, that's. I didn't yeah. want to.
3: I didn't want to butcher his last name, so I show him I, as this Nico. This is the best
1: I can do. Right, that's the best I can do. Speaking Nico. of quarterbacks, um, since we were saying, since Iowa really is serious about trying to get their eleventh win, it's a it's a mark that Kirk uh has mentioned, mentioned a number of times five, yeah so they've only done it yeah. five times in school history yeah so. uh, that, that seems that that, that this is going to be a deacon hill show still without marco linus doesn't it
3: yeah seems like that will be the case unless unless something were to, were to happen to um to me uh, to uh to uh, deacon then maybe they would look to another option but i i would think um i would think it's going to be Deacon. Well there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, One of the last w-
2: things I told the old man is, hey look at it this way, you never have to watch Deacon never- <laughs> Hill ever play, play football again. So.
1: <laughs> That's definitely true. It, 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 uh, I was watching Minnesota today and hey by the way that terrible Big Ten West is 2-0. and So good for in the bowl game. They still so, play defense. They, they, they do. Uh, Minnesota's qu- quarterback that cost them a bit of money I guess to, to have him was actually play. Was that kid play. Tommy Kramer's kid?
2: I don't know. I
3: don't think it is. Seems, was, I don't think it is. Was, I don't think so. Don't I'm not you think if it was, it was,
2: if it was, they would have made a big deal about yeah, that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. He be, was, he I, was to bad. Be a, he wouldn't, he wouldn't Man, need, he to, would. need to. He wouldn't need to go grab thirty k to have a wedding either. if He was Tommy Kramer. Well, kid. that's
2: true. That's all right. You know, good for him. It's, it's called NIL. You know what the heck? Strike <laughs> he was, while
1: the fire's hot. He was eight for sixteen for twenty-six yards. Very Deacon Hill-like numbers. But he did throw a touchdown. Yeah, he did.
3: Oh, they he did. And there, I think he Taylor ran for one. The ball. It looks like looks like they just had Taylor running the ball. From what I, I saw the they box did, they did. After I got on the ground here and yeah, yeah, it yeah like that, he they was did doing his it's thing. Good old-fashioned
2: so. Big Ten football is it, what that was. Yeah, Bol- right. Bowling Green had uh, no answer. Um, after the initial uh, the point of attack, if they didn't make the tackle there they, they were hosed. So yeah. what
1: happens uh, the rest of the week in, in terms of what's going on in Orlando for Hawkeye fans and the, and the media and the players sure. what, what's on the docket?
3: Yeah well the, um, tomorrow we'll get uh, some some uh, we won't get access to practice but we'll get to uh, we'll get to uh, talk to some players after practice. Um, I think we get KF the next day with uh with some with some players and then we've got uh the 29th we've got coordinators except one of the coordinators won't be there won't be uh, participating he was uh, sending his tight end coach so uh ah. so yeah we will so we won't get <laughs> we will not get brian but we will get abdul hodge and a player and we'll get phil parker so and they've got some fun things uh, uh, one of the fun things they did last year, or last time we were down here, was uh, guys went to uh, Top Golf, so you get to see some see the guys launch some bombs. So that's pretty fun.
2: So I saw Cooper DeGene without a uh, boot today, getting on the plane. Um, hey, he's, no not I, he's, not I he's not
3: playing. <laughs> I understand he's not playing. I
2: get that part.
3: Neither um, is Luke. Luke's not playing either.
2: Okay, so. So those two hopes are, are are somewhat dashed. In the recruiting yep. of the Big Six, yep. by your judgment, who are those six those six players? Because Brett and I were we had a list of
3: about eight. Um. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head here. Um, Higgins, Eugene, Lachey, um, Schulte, um, Jamari Castro. Harris. And Castro, and now and Nick Jackson. Jackson by, and now Nick Jackson. Uh, it's actually a seven now that Nick Jackson has been cleared, um, and so that that process is underway. We'll see how that goes. Um, you know, he was surprised. I, I was. You know, I talked to uh, Brad Heinrich, and he, he had talked to Nick right away, and Nick was surprised that he got the the, the all clear from the from the NCAA. He wasn't expecting that, so. Um, and, it's given him a lot to think about, and he's got a lot to think about because he's also got the option to uh, go play in the Senior Bowl, so he's got to decide fairly soon um, what he's going to do.
1: And you, you know, um, I think as an Iowa fan, having a player actually cleared to play is on the pi, an hurdle? amazing thing. We, it never happens that way. We, I mean, we, we, we just constantly lose these battles, right? And, and there's one there, so you're kind of hoping for that. It would be something to see the majority of this defense come back uh, intact, Tom, yeah. and, and thinking about, you know, okay, and possibly upgraded offense, a little different take on, on the play calling, healthy Cade Mac- Mac- McNamara, a number of other things. I mean, the team has a lot. I, I, I know the schedule gets harder next year, but it's not that much harder people are making this one out i mean i it could have been
2: worse we're not right?
1: playing the afc East. no this is this is this is doable next year it could be another really good year and it'll be special if that defense comes back intact
3: yeah you know you look at the schedule and okay the ohio state game yeah we got that one but even that it's you know it's manageable i mean how good is ucla going to be right. well you know and they're, they're losing a the lot Ch- yeah, and, and how good is
2: Washington
3: going to be? Yeah, they're going to Washington's going to be retooling a bit, so um, you know, no Michael Penix, and I would uh, think that Adunze and some of those guys are going to be gone too. So that, well, those, those off offensive line. yeah, yep. so they're they're going to take a in Kinnick. So you know, you like Iowa's chances there. So we'll see. I'm. Um, cautiously optimistic if they could get everybody back and um i think it's going to end up being you know with the exception of, i i kind of put lachey and the gene on a separate thing and and really i think you know just based on what i've heard lachey is probably 60 40 stay right now um and then uh cooper it's hard to read and i, mean, I, I I, I get the Linderbaum feel to him, which is a couple of years ago. And we were down here in Orlando and, yep. and you know, right. some people were trying yep. to convince me that Linderbaum was thinking about staying. And I think he was, was the same thing like TJ Hawkinson. And by the way, get well TJ Hawkinson uh, after tearing up his knee yesterday, yeah. but uh, it really sucks. But, um, uh, you know, I think all things considered those guys would have loved to have come back, but you only get to be a top first round pick. Once in your lifetime, and it's life changing money. It's, you know, $10 million in a signing bonus or whatever. So you just, you, you have to take it. You just have to.
1: Seth Wallace mentioned something about um, after the bull, there might be a handful of guys hitting the portal from Iowa. They could certainly, I love the sure. fact that they didn't do it ahead of time, right? But it makes some sense. Um, I, I, the other thing that, so then it, I didn't really think about it this way until this morning when I was kind of making my notes for the show that's partially some of them are reading the tea leaves. They're not going to get a whole lot of playing time, but Iowa also needs a few scholarships. <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah. that's the only way they're the going to clear these guys, it, right? It, 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 it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for Iowa to, yeah. to lose a few guys. And they're, you know, also one of the things you have to have to look at too guys is if Nick and Jay Higg come back, um, some of, you know, does a Carson Shire or Jaden Harrell or somebody like that just kind of say, you know what, I'm, a, I'm gonna bounce and go find some place where I can play because I, I think they're they'd be going into their junior year, okay? Yeah,
1: yeah, I yeah. I mean, and we know they're and we know from what we hear they're pretty good, right? So yeah. they've got they're gonna yeah. have some options, yeah, and and with the two transfer. Uh, rule allowable now. They can go somewhere, prove themselves at a at a Mac school somewhere, and then suddenly be back in the Big Ten or in the SEC or something like that uh, the following year. I mean, that's it's it's an option. It could happen.
3: Right? It's realistic for where we are. I just wonder, you know, for everybody's like, yeah, this is great. And, and yeah, it would be incredible to get those guys back because then I was getting yes. to the best linebackers in the Big Ten. And, um, you know, Jay Higgins will go into the season next year as a probably a preseason all-American. But the reaction is you're going to probably lose some guys, too. So, right. you know, it's just, it's part of the, it's part of college sports today, fellas. So it's what you deal with. It's what you deal with.
1: Abundance of riches, right?
3: Yeah, right. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Your
1: take on the, on what's going to happen uh, come next Monday, Tom?
3: I think Iowa is going to win. I said that on my podcast. And I just got a feeling they're going to, they're going to find something, find a way to to, uh, to win this game. So uh, I don't know how, but uh, I, I have a feeling they're going to figure it out. Um, just just feels like this team just finds ways to win games, and this will be another one. Well, that would be awesome.
1: As long as there is no inadvertent fair catch, I feel good about it. <laughs> I feel really good. Fair there. Enough. All right, Tom. Hey, have a good time down there in Florida. I'm okay. sure you will, but uh, but uh, enjoy Hope yourself did. and uh, bring Hope that did. victory back for us. All right. Thanks, Tom. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, get out there and check out his website. Uh, always good stuff every day. Of course, we're headed into the basketball season in earnest now, all the winter sports. and. Uh, They've got that covered too, and there's some good baseball coverage starting. Some guy that uh, has been like right on the college World Series. uh, I saw that. uh, Like six uh, out of last uh, had had Iowa in in it. That's how good they think they're going to be. That's that's awesome. Phenomenal returning pitching, right? And some really good fielding (laughs) fielding players. Right. And they're going to hit bombs, right? (laughs) They've got guys to do it. This is going to be it's going to be fun. Anyway. Tom's got a Heisman who, uh, who covers all that uh, in addition to the women's sports. So uh, a specific guy out there covering baseball, too, if that's uh, that's up your alley. And for most of the spring for me last year, it was. Yeah, for so, sure. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk a little basketball. We can get that into this show before we finish things up.
2: Manage we'll, that.
1: We'll come back on the Hawkeye Hill on 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines.
0: 2014 College Football Hall of Fame inductee and player for the Chiefs Dolphins and Giants Trev Alberts was born right here in Des Moines, Iowa ESPN Des Moines is Des Moines sports leader
1: Back in the hall uh, hello, Ridge Jake Creighton Jr. with you. We want to make sure we thank our great sponsors We got to make sure we do that because if we don't We don't get paid. We don't get paid. Not, well, we can't even pay for the show right? Exactly So. Uh, want to make sure we recognize Andy, Angie Lancaster, REMAX Realty, uh, who you can personally attest uh, was terrific when you needed her.
2: Fantastic, fantastic.
1: One day, right? Half a day. Half a day to sell your house? It
2: was last year. Jerry Brothers Jeep Waukee. Jerry Brothers Jeep Waukee. Jeep Dodge Ram Walkie. Out there in Hickman, beautiful showroom. Iowa-owned, A.J. Perez, West Moyen Valley Valley's own, general manager. Gotta love it. Terry Brothers, Jerry Brothers.
1: of course, G Migs, and then uh, we're coming up on uh, the the Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival oh, coming up as
2: well. Bacon. Oh, bacon,
1: we're gonna we're gonna be uh, getting some more details on that
2: out there for you pretty soon as well. May the fourth.
1: We actually did, uh, yes. We actually did send somebody last year. We'll probably have some tickets to give away. We had to work kind of hard to figure out how that was going to work, but it was slick, right? We ended up getting some people to, to participate in the contest, and it worked out great. So,
2: And we, we delivered. And we did. And by we did. that, I mean I delivered you the tickets the to tickets. his house.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, real quick uh, in this segment, men's basketball for the week. Uh, one victory, one game. UMBC 103-81. to Hawks struggled out of the gate. Uh, I think France <clears throat> words were, that the defense in the first 10 to 12 minutes was abominable. And he was absolutely right. It was like 30 to 31, 29, the Hawks were struggling. This is a terrible team. And then they turned it on, and they played great defense after that, but I think the story of the game, and they really did, they got a bunch of steals, but the story of the game that put them to seven and five on the year was Brock Harding, who came in off the bench, uh, 12 assists in the game, 10 points, didn't shoot all that well. He was out after the game shooting.
2: He's always out after the game shooting.
1: Yes. Um, but. 12 assists, 33 assists for the team, so they only made six three in the, see, six threes in this game, six, where they scored 100 points. I don't think there's gonna be a whole lot of times that you can go back in Iowa basketball history. Outside the 70s. Outside the 70s when they didn't have the threes, where Iowa scored 100 points without making a bunch more threes, right? This was baskets being led to by good passing, and it started, regardless of the 12 itself, good passing leads to other good passing
2: with Brock Harding. Brock Harding makes the ball move when Iowa has it on offense. Owen Freeman and he have a, a, a subterranean con- connection because they played together in high school. So they know where one another is going to be. They have great trust in one in one another. And like you said, Harding makes the the first pass to the dude who's open. The defense comes running at him. He makes a secondary pass. For the wide open layup or pu- the dunk.
1: It's a push right he, he gets it there was one there where he got the ball. And, after in made- hockey
2: that would be the secondary assist uh, you yes, know. Right. And, it, and, and that's what he would be he would be getting but the ball moves with Brock Hart. So
1: Harding. much more,
2: just, so faster. It moves yes. it moves yes. all over the court the guys are in better position uh, the threes look better they don't look forced they don't look rushed things are not happening at the end of the shot clock they're happening just with good offensive movement and ball movement. He's going to turn the ball over when he gets so to Big what? 10
1: play. So what? Yeah, he's got to be playing I mean <clears throat> threaded a bounce fast to Cricky the other night that was unbelievable. I don't even know how he knew he was going to be there. He's moving without the ball. He had one where he pushed it up the floor um, where normally our guys walk the ball up the floor. He pushed it Tony Perkins catches at three point line. Somewhat guarded, but two guys come out to guard him. He feeds Cricky down low for an easy layup. That was that's a that's the ball movements the extra ball movement and I, I hope I think Fran saw it because Fran he was the first man off the bench within I don't know 30 seconds in the second half right and then he played until there was three minutes to go or right. something and like right until that. So, they were
2: up by 20 27 or yeah. whatever the number was and and so I've been preaching this since the season started my insiders from the Quad Cities not counting Tom Kicker, to have told me that Harding is a dog and he, he's just a fearless, fearless dude. And he's 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 just that. He's the gym rat. We haven't had a gym rat like that playing been point, a while. Playing, point yeah, playing point guard in a long time. Uh, I mean, maybe going back to Horner. I mean,
1: that, that's it's that's the only guy that fits that sort of description. I don't think Mike Gazelle kind of fit that description. I think he wanted to be there. Yeah, but, but, but it he, wasn't,
2: I don't think he was as skilled. He certainly wasn't as fast. So, at any rate, so the two best players in the Hawks are freshmen, and you know obviously that that bodes well for the future. Makes it tough this year a little bit, but but, you know. But Price Sanford hasn't found his shot yet, and he's a really good shooter. Peyton Sanford's been pressing like crazy when he's shooting, he just needs to relax and knock down some shots. You know, as far as I'm concerned, DeSante Bowen can play six minutes to relieve Brock Harding as far as I'm concerned going forward there's
1: they're not out of this They're not they're not anywhere near the bubble But they're not out of getting there if they can just start to relax a little bit and let this ball movement work for uh, them, You, you got to keep like like
2: in that. mind that the two Big Ten teams they played are really good.
1: Yeah, right absolutely. I mean Michigan uh, uh, keeps playing really good teams, right? <clears throat> But Michigan has, is a, a good team themselves. Iowa, you know, kind of let that one get away. But other than that, yeah, Purdue, I mean, per- come on.
2: They're number they're, one in the country. No,
1: just, just, that just in. So um, Northern Illinois on Friday, that's a BTN Plus game. So you're gonna either listen on the radio or get the BTN Plus. Is
2: that Friday during the Liberty Bowl?
1: 6 p.m., what time is Liberty Bowl?
2: Don't know. Cyclone fans of the Hawkeye Huddle might have to brief have us to on the time for the out. Liberty Bowl.
1: Women's basketball this week took care of Loyola Chicago, 98-69. They struggled a little bit the other night as well. They were uh, only up 41 or down 41-39 with about a minute to go in the first half, and finished on a 6-0 run. And it was never close in the second half uh, after that.
2: No, and they played that game without Gabby Marshall, who was uh, out sick. Um, And to me, that that made a difference again in the way that the ball moved. by the way, if you haven't read Chad Listico's story about uh, Goodman, you need to do that. Really uh, heartwarming about uh, the way she's played and as it relates to her mother passing and so on and so forth. So, And the way that the Hawkeye coaches just where, where surround her. She's from uh, Cresco, Crestwood. Crestwood. Uh, about 10 miles from the Minnesota border.
1: Kaylen Clark had her third, <coughs> sorry, her second triple double of the uh, year: 35 points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists New in that game. New league record. Yes, uh, thir- it's her 13th triple double all time uh, in in that game, and I think her 40, what, is it, what is it, 69th double double, something ridiculous like that. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Hannah Stolke with 20 and eight. She's Rounding into the player that they need her to be. This is going to get exciting as they keep going forward. Where you thought maybe they were a little softer than than we'd hoped, you saw some some spots start to look a little bit a little bit wishy washy. That maybe the Big Ten had started to get them. They stay healthy. Yeah, that's a key, right? Knock on the formica in the wood here and there. They stay healthy. Uh, they're 12-1, and 1-0, and 0, but uh, number four in the country, and, and right now, every bit deserving of that, oh, based sure. on, uh, on the way sure. they've played. Uh, wrestlers have not uh, done much lately. They've been on hiatus.
2: Come, comes this weekend, Yes, the
1: 29th and 30th, the Soldier's Salute, uh, the Invitational in uh, Extreme Arena in Coralville. Oh, Coralville. Yeah, so nice. they'll have that this weekend, uh, the 29th and 30th. So you get over there and check that out. There'll be some good wrestling, both the men and the women participating in the Soldier's Salute. Let's take our final break. We'll come back. We'll get uh, things wrapped up and get you set for the Citrus Bowl. Cheese it, Citrus Bowl. Cheese it, Citrus Bowl on New Year's Day. When we come back on the Hawkeye Hello on two point one FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. The first Wrigley Field was built
0: in L.A. in 1925 and was home to the Angels. Cubs Park in Chicago wasn't named for chewing gum magnate William Wrigley until the following year. ESPN Des Moines is Des Moines Sports Leader.
1: Means.
2: Fun fact.
1: <laughs> fun fun facts on your way back into the level Haw- Hi- Got Ridge Dave Peyton Jr. with you. Finishing things up from GMX here.
2: That was a little Prince bump in case you didn't notice. It
1: was a nice Prince bump. I like it. Pete's got his. Cover- Is it Pete back? Yeah, yeah you got a covered got us covered. Pete from
2: Pittsburgh. Yeah,
1: you got us covered. Uh, all right. So God, I can't believe it's over already. I know. I mean, we. It sucks.
2: We. You wait. Look forward all year. To this. You yeah. get so excited. End of August comes, okay, what do we having for the tailgate? We're doing this, we're doing that, and here we are. <laughs> it's December 26th going, we got one freaking game left.
1: Yep, I mean, it, it just, it goes by so fast, and we we had a number of instances this year where either you or I were kept away from a game here and there for, right. for, for other reasons. Variety so we, of were, reasons. We, were, we were there for, together for many of them, but uh, for a variety of, of pleasant and unpleasant reasons, right. both, right, so it was an interesting year that way. Um, what I find interesting about this bowl game is that I went to 11 of the 13 games. I'm not going to be there. Right. Um, probably would have been had I not chosen to well, <clears throat> take, have a
2: medical procedure, medical procedure
1: tomorrow. Uh, but uh, but Iowa in Orlando, they've played well in Orlando, right down the, through the years. And we were just talking. Uh, this this one feels to me. Like the Mississippi's taking now, they had a great defense versus a great offense, right? And, and but Iowa's offense was going to be challenged that day. Yet they found a way to get it done, and the defense played terrific. It feels to me a little bit like South Carolina when Iowa just pounded them in 2009, uh, right? Can off the Iowa get that season. kind of
2: running game going against Tennessee?
1: Maybe. Can they? Can we just complete a few passes if their D backs are young and don't know where they're going,
2: right? If or, if or is you, this dial up the defense completely and go after the young quarterback? No, I I think I think you've gotta you Iowa needs to try and establish that run and, and do it like you said. Can can we hit Ostringa for a six yard first down on third and four? Right? And then can we pop a big one like they did against Wisconsin, like they've done yes. uh consistently throughout the year. Um, one here and there is all it takes. You know yep. uh, that one big that one big run, and it doesn't have to be eighty yards. It can be uh, thirty-seven yards for a touchdown around the end, uh, like uh, number two had. What game was that? I, Rut, Rutgers? It was, it
1: was Wisconsin. W- w- w-
2: oh w- yeah, no, it was Wisconsin. Wisconsin was Lish- uh, Williams. Yeah, I'm trying to. think. No, it, at any rate, I mean, just uh, Illinois. Oh yeah, Illinois, oh, yeah, Illinois yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, where we got that uh, big touchdown run late and sealed the yep, deal. sealed the deal. Yep. Uh, w- with, the, with the stout defense that, that Iowa has. So, Iowa needs to figure out a way to get ahead and control the ball. No, obviously no turnovers. Deacon, Deacon, I'm gonna give him one interception. My last call is gonna be this. Tom's, Tom thinks they're gonna win. I've been telling myself it's gonna be 13-10 all week. Tennessee.
1: I think Tennessee's gonna. I don't know why tough time scoring. Well, of course, we're gonna have
2: a tough we time scoring. We always have a tough time
1: <laughs> scoring. Yeah, I think the only way Iowa, Iowa actually wins this game is they they get a defensive touchdown. But I think that's been their mo, and I think they're getting one right. And I like Iowa. I think you're in in the right ballpark. I like Iowa in this one, uh, probably 17 to 14. Yeah, uh, Give give Tennessee a couple of touchdowns somehow, and Iowa gets it done with a defensive touchdown. Well, they get a goal short goal and, field. And a couple short fields. No, yeah. I, Iowa Tennessee, gives Tennessee yeah, a short field, right. and
2: and so. This is,
1: know. listen, uh, people predicting Tennessee to roll up the numbers that they've rolled up all that year long. That isn't gonna happen. Well, if it does, it, it, it goes against, I mean, Michigan, Michigan had a better offense, statistically, across the board. And Iowa shut them down. 181 was their total yardage. Let's face it, that nobody else has done that to them all year. Alabama is D- D- not going to do that. By the way, look at Tennessee's schedule. If you go back and look at Tennessee, they haven't beaten anybody. They haven't beaten anybody. They, they, all their teams, there's, they, haven't, they play like. Uh, they beat Kentucky. Four, they beat four, uh, their, their, their four ranked opponents. They lost all those games. Alabama was the closest one. They got destroyed in a couple of them. Georgia killed them. Uh, well, Florida
2: beat them pretty good.
1: Florida beat them uh, by nine. Um, they got they stuck within. Oh, Missouri destroyed them. Right. Just absolutely blitzed Missouri's them. Missouri's scary. I, I'm not saying that those aren't good teams that beat them. I'm right. just saying we we have a lot of people to say this about Iowa. They didn't beat anybody with a heartbeat. Tennessee didn't either.
2: Well, and this Iowa extent, did. Uh, Iowa has beaten two bowl winners. There you go. Already. So, Northwestern or Minnesota? Well, they didn't beat Minnesota. Oh, well, God, it's still in my head that we won. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's funny. You know, last bit on that. You know why
1: Kirk still complains about that? He never wanted to lose to PJ Fleck, and it's wow. just gonna stick in his crop. All right, hey. I'm calling for a victory over you, you're calling for loss. That's never happens. Not very often. Good Thanks. luck. Yeah, right. But Thanks uh, to everybody, everybody helping us Go out today. Hawks. Peter Camp back in the studio. Tom Kaker of HawkeyeReport.com. For Dave Graydon, Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week on the Hawkeye Huddle on 102.1 FM and 1350
3: ESPN DeMol.